Welcome to the Happy Kids Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by AppDudo for your software needs, Bulletpad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. We're Kira and Bill Van Intersom, and welcome to today's show. Today's title is Funny Bone Books. <laughs> well, hello, everyone. And we're already laughing because some of these books will just split you open at the sides yeah. and fall down laughing. Our grandkids who are going on 10 and 9 and 5. Have, she does turn 5 after. Have brought home some really, really funny books. Our oldest grandchild, the boy, loves the Captain Underpants series. But we'll get to that in just a short bit here. Kids really do humorous things. And to that extent, they're great humor barometers. That's right. When something strikes their funny bone, they will just laugh and giggle without any reserve. <laughs> they're not self-conscious at all. No. I remember in fourth grade, we used to have the Laughing Stock Society. <laughs> we would spend so much time in fourth grade doing all kinds of crazy, funny stuff. Really, it was great because our teacher let us do so much of it. She wasn't a stern, order-conscious person, so she really allowed this group of, what about, I don't know, five to eight boys. And it was all boys. <laughs> Oh, Just gee. <laughs> act, act funny and act silly and, you know, to bring funny different uh, jokes to school. Today, I think it's all the kids, but we all love a teacher who's like that, who will allow us to just do all the funny, goofy things that kids like to do. And kids really do love funny, goofy stories that could probably never really happen. Well, they like to rhyme and repeat silly phrases and exaggerate them over and over again. Yes, ad nauseum. <laughs> yep, they'll repeat those kind of things with the slightest provocation. <laughs> and of course, the more irritation you show, perhaps in the car, the more they'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you'd be amazed, really, at the things that kids do find funny. And I'm sure, you know, some of our listeners as parents probably already are much aware of that. In fact, you're probably even horrified by some of their humor. For instance, some of their cartoon monsters will smash their own personal enemies to bits and our grandkids loudly shout hooray and or cheer while this is <laughs> happening. We're going, what are you watching? You know, right. And try to steer them off the TV or steer them off the iPad. Yeah. And the more I'm saying, oh, that's terrible what he did. You know, they're, oh, it's really funny, Grandma. <laughs> I just think it's hysterical. These monsters are their heroes in many ways. Well, and that's not really hard to understand. Being able to completely obliterate anyone who gets in their way and can be what they consider really fun. It's a great fantasy for them. It's kind of about power and domination. And it's not very surprising when you consider that these are little people and they're helpless. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time. Well, we need to take a quick break to thank our first sponsor. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the books. We said that we'd get to the book, so we'll be there very shortly. We'll be back in a sec. Time to thank one of our sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is an outstanding tool for writers, thinkers, and folks like you. 
Begin organizing today. Get Bullet Pad for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for Bullet Pad. And we're back. Now, our grandkids all like to read really funny books. When our kids were young, we enjoyed some of the old standards. Like, for example, well, some of the ones that our kids really loved, and we read them over and over again. Mr. Gumpy's Motor Car and The Shopping Basket by John Burningham. And another really, really fun book that I especially loved, and the kids also loved it because I recited it so well, <laughs> and it was Who's a Pest by Crosby Newell Bonsall about a little boy named Homer and his four sisters, Lolly, Molly, Polly, and Dolly. And you can imagine all the <laughs> rhyming that went on in the book with Lolly, Molly, Polly, and Dolly. <laughs> right, and Lolly, Molly, Polly, and Dolly thought Homer, their brother, was a pest. <laughs> in fact, most of the creatures that Homer encountered, the lizard, the chipmunk, and the rabbit in the book, all thought he was a big pest. He was just certain that he wasn't, and at the end, he was able to kind of prove that he wasn't. The girls, the four sisters, helped show these other forest creatures that Homer was a pest, and they all sided with the sisters and not with Homer. <laughs> and this is a wonderful book, by the way, to teach children how to read because of all the repetition of these words. And the rhyming. The it's it's and great rhyming. all the different letters that are used in the sounds. Yeah, it was a wonderful book for that. I think I was reading it to our boys when maybe they were six or something. Our first child taught himself to read at a very early age. Our second one was also pretty quick, and that book was really instrumental in helping him get it all down. Now, some of the newer funny books that are available that our grandkids are working with, they're reading things like Timothy Failure, We Meet Again by Stefan Pastis and The Monster That Stole My Underwear by Kate Clary. And that, of course, reminds me of the Campton Underpants series by Dav Pilkey. My grandson really loves the Captain Underpants books. <laughs> <laughs> yes, anything to do with that kind of thing really gets them giggling. Now, some of the things that you might find in Captain Underpants, like there's a song that he has in the back of one of the books that I actually thought was quite objectionable. But, <laughs> you know, this is, again, part of this crazy humor that they have. It's part of being a kid at this age in this new modern culture. So It is. We have a daughter-in-law who is a first grade teacher, and she objects a lot to those kind of books because it really does get to wear on her in the classroom when all the kids are making jokes about this. So it can be distracting, and she likes them to choose things of a little more substance, I think. <laughs> <laughs> now, some others that they liked are Those Darn Squirrels by Adam Rubin and The Monster at the End of This Book by John Stone. That's a really fun book, and it's kind of got the Sesame characters in it. And, of course, you know the Muppets are very funny. So that is really presented in a funny and engaging way for the kids. Also, Game on Boys is another really silly and nonsensical book, and it's written by Kate Cullen. Now, we're going to high spot a few others, but we've definitely put these titles on our website for you to see. We have some for boys and some for girls. Now, adding to the Captain Underpants and some of the others we talked about, you have the perennial favorite Diary of a Wimpy Kid series by Jeff Kenny and the Big Nate series by Lincoln Pierce. And that's spelled a little bit funny than you would normally think it is. 
You've got the Weenie series by David Lubar, My Weirdest School series by Dan Gutman, and the Eddie Dickens trilogy by Philip Ardall. Right. And for the girls, we have the Clementine series by Sarah Pennypacker and the Dork Diary series by Rachel Renee Russell. Also, Mallory series by Lori B. Friedman and Dear Dumb Diary series by Jim Benton. It's funny that girls like diaries, but that's really popular. Ramona series by Beverly Cleary. And boy, does that go back a ways. I read those when I was little. (laughs) (laughs) And loved them. And also Super Fudge by Judy Bloom. Another oldie, but a goodie. So that's our list. We really enjoy those books and the kids love them. Now we need to take a second break to thank another sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to talk about kids making up their own stories and how much fun that can be. So we'll be back in a sec. Also sponsoring our show today is AppJudo, your complete web and mobile application development service. AppJudo uses the best technologies and computer science principles to build attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. Visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. And we're back. Now, we'd like to tell you a little bit about our grandkids and some of the things that we do around here that are fun with them involving stories. You know, kids love to make up their own stories. There's one that our grandson, who as a third grader this last year, won a writer's award bestowed on him by the local high school. The high school gets together each year and chooses some of the grade school authors from stories that have been submitted, and he won one of their awards. It was a very inventive little story. We remember when he was writing it, it was called The Yellow Banana. And this banana has all these different adventures. Most of them are quite funny. Really, and he illustrated it, so it was really quite a lovely thing. We really enjoyed that, and he was so proud when he won. You can also tell stories. Some you might make up ahead of time. Some you might come up with spontaneously. Of course, the funnier, the better, especially if it involves some kind of faux pas by you or your husband, so grandma and grandpa, or perhaps if it involves their parents. That can be another funny way to kick it off. Or you can make up things that you did when their daddy was little or (laughs) anything like that. And it is a fun way to spend an hour or two. We like to gather the kids around the dining room table, and they do illustrations as we tell these stories. It's really a fun way to spend their time for a while. We've got to have markers and scissors and construction paper and glue and all kinds of other things that they can use to get their thoughts out on paper. There's usually a lot of laughter because the pictures are just as goofy as the story. (laughs) And the kids will add their own little interpretations to laughing and jeering as you're going along. They get the idea that you're making up a story, so they start making it up right along with you. Sometimes we're all telling the story at one time. (laughs) Things can actually get out of hand a little bit, maybe run amok, but it's part of being freeform that you let it go to a certain extent and then maybe guide it back and just let them have some good fun with it. You can always slow things down a little bit by adding a snack in. Uh Uh-huh. And they like that just as well. 
They also comment on things that you're saying. They'll say things like, Grandma, did you really know how to fly? Or why did the spider spit at you? How did it get away? (laughs) (laughs) So you can imagine some of the stories that Kira is telling them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, their funny bone is unique and everyone's funny bone is unique to themselves. So what one person finds totally hysterical another person may find absurd or possibly even crude. (laughs) Exactly. We do try to quell the critic, the, oh, that's stupid. One of them will always say something like that when one of the kids is reciting a story. (laughs) So we'll definitely help correct that and put it back on track by not allowing negative comments or judgmental comments as we go along. We also like to celebrate the quirky and the odd things that they come up with. Like, it was a paisley dragon, and she played the violin and blew cotton candy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we tend to say the zanier, the better, and that (laughs) tends to make it all that much more fun. Dealing with kids can be a lot of fun, and what's really wonderful is that they just kind of go along, and they love the humor. They love the attention that you're giving them. They know you're entertaining them. They do really, really soak it up. They'll entertain you, too do all kinds of really funny things that you're not expecting. So give it a try and have some fun with it on an afternoon. It's a great rainy day activity, but even after school, if they're not out fully playing and you've just got the homework out of the way and perhaps you're waiting another 45 minutes to have the parents pick them up, you don't want to get them started in a major activity. This is a great time filler without turning on that doggone TV. (laughs) (laughs) Or letting them get into the iPad. (laughs) They get so much of that kind of activities. It's really fun to just let them use their imagination in a different kind of way. Totally. Bill, I've enjoyed this today. (laughs) And I hope our audience is listening and that they'll take us up on this. It's really Absolutely. And I think that's the end of our podcast for today's Happy Kids. I think so, Bill. Bill and I want to thank you for listening to the Happy Kids podcast. To subscribe to our show, go to iTunes Podcast and look for Better Living Institute, the Happy Kids Podcast. There you'll also find all the podcasts produced by the Better Living Institute, the Book Talk Podcast, the Healthy Tips Podcast, the Love Stories Podcast, and our two newest podcasts, the Happiness Experience, and today's podcast, the Happy Kids Podcast. At the Better Living Institute, we're creating health, wealth, and happiness one loving conversation at a time. You can also find our podcast and view all of the great stories, photos, and links that we post by visiting our website at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. While there, please go to our contact page and leave us a comment. Kira and I encourage you to send us some feedback. You can also like and message us on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash Better Living Institute. In addition, our email address is feedback at betterlivinginstitute.com. We hope you'll listen again next time and remember to share our show with your friends and family. This is Kieran Bill Van Ittersom for the Better Living Institute saying so long for now, everyone. <laughs>